Welcome to Daily Success where each day we discuss ideas, insights and strategies to help you become a better version of yourself and to not only survive but thrive in the modern world. Yoga, now widely practiced all across the globe, is not a religion but a way of living that promotes a balanced development of the body, mind and spirit. Unlike other physical exercises that focus primarily on physical well-being, yoga takes a comprehensive approach and helps in our spiritual development as well. Yoga is a practice that elevates the life force within. It helps us feel energized and rejuvenated and bestows upon us the power to have better control over our body and our mind. The word yoga is derived from the Sanskrit root yuj which means to connect, join or balance. Yoga is generally defined as union, union between the limited self and the divine self. The ultimate goal of yoga is to help us realize our identity with the divine self and attain enlightenment. It makes us aware of our intrinsic nature and helps us get in tune with it. As the Bhagavad Gita teaches us, a person is said to have achieved yoga, the union with the self, when the perfectly disciplined mind gets freedom from all desires and becomes absorbed in the self alone. So on this occasion of summer solstice and International Yoga Day, let's get started with a special guided meditation. Sit comfortably with eyes closed. Keep your spine erect and let's begin by becoming aware of the breath. Feel the breath as it enters with a cool feeling and then warming as it gently travels down into the lungs. Fill the lungs with a deep inhale, bringing in energy, vitality and prana, the life force. As you exhale, feel the body releasing toxins, stress, and any negativity that it has accumulated. Take another deep breath in from your nose and exhale it from your mouth with a big sigh. One more deep breath in and let it out from your mouth. On the occasion of International Yoga Day, as we enter a meditative state, I'd like to read a brief excerpt from the book, The Bhagavad Gita for Daily Living by Eknath Ishwaran to get a better understanding of yoga and its impact on our lives. In Chapter 2, Verse 39 of the Bhagavad Gita, Shri Krishna says, You have heard the intellectual explanation of Sankhya Uparth now listen to the principles of yoga by practicing these you can break through the bonds of karma Arjun is an intelligent man who has been taught by the best teachers in ancient India and Shri Krishna therefore tries to satisfy his intellectual needs to some extent this kind of intellectual background to the spiritual life is called sankhya which literally means 
counting or listing. First, the spiritual teacher lists carefully the benefits of meditation and spiritual disciplines, but listening to these theories is not enough. The disciple must begin their practice. The theory is called Sankhya. The actual practice is Yoga. The word Yoga often has been misunderstood, especially in the West, as a practice of certain physical exercises. These exercises are not Yoga, they are Asans. Neither is music or dancing Yoga. There may be musicians in India who say their music is Yoga, but it is not. There may be dancers who claim that dancing is Yoga, but I am afraid it is not. Yoga is the practice of meditation and the allied spiritual disciplines. When the senses are stilled, when the mind is stilled, when the intellect is stilled, when the ego is stilled, then the state of perfect yoga is reached. Arjun, having accepted Shri Krishna as his teacher and listened carefully to his initial instruction, is now ready to hear in detail about the actual practice of spiritual disciplines. In this verse, the Lord promises Arjun that if he practices these disciplines, bases his life on meditation, repeats the holy name, restrains his senses intelligently, and puts the welfare of all those around him first, then he shall go beyond the law of karma. The law of karma is not a concept limited to only the Hindu and Buddhist traditions. No one has stated this law in clearer terms than Jesus the Christ. As ye sow, so shall ye reap. If we contribute to the suffering of those around us, we cannot escape the law which will bring this suffering back to us. Similarly, if we begin to keep the welfare of others in view and contribute to it every day, we are contributing to our own joy as well. In the ultimate analysis, our resentments and hostilities are not against others, they are against our own alienation from our native state, which is Cosmic Consciousness, Krishna Consciousness or Christ Consciousness. Take a deep breath in from your nose and let it all out from your mouth. For the next few moments, focus your attention on this mantra as you continue to breathe in and out. I embrace stillness and peace. I embrace the welfare of others. I embrace the perfect state of yoga. I embrace stillness and peace. I embrace the welfare of others. I embrace the perfect state of yoga. Recite this mantra internally and just stay with it. If your mind wanders at any point, know that it's okay. It's perfectly normal and natural for the mind to get distracted. Simply bring your attention back to the breath. Notice how your thoughts come and go, whether positive or negative, and simply allow them to pass on by like clouds floating in the sky.
It's time to release the mantra. When you're ready, take a few more deep, mindful breaths. Wiggle your fingers and your toes and softly open your eyes. Welcome back. Feel free to stretch your arms if you like. Now sit for a few moments to acknowledge the unique experience you just had during this meditation and appreciate yourself for taking part in it. Come back to this meditation whenever you would like to experience a deep feeling of stillness, peace and love for yourself and others. Hope you have a wonderful and joyful day ahead. Namaste. I hope today's episode added incredible value to you. For more helpful resources on personal development, philosophy and holistic success, come visit my website parthsahani.com. I wish you an amazing day.